I'm all, what the hell's Andy Serkis doing in this one? <laughs> we don't know. We didn't. We didn't hire him. He just showed up and put on the the motion capture shoot. <laughs> Welcome to episode 115. This episode of 2 is we talk about The Batman Gets It's The Cast, back-to-back Disney properties, and Anton journeys down El Camino. I'm Al Flores. And I'm Anton Duong. Anton, how's your week been? I don't know. It's such a blur. <laughs> Everything passed by so fast. Uh, but I think I, I was just mainly just still learning. I mean, I, I'm, I'm still reading. reading some of the books since last week. So I've been catching up on that. Um, yeah, I was saying, like, been watching a lot of videos too. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I, I. I think I. I do think I'll do the same thing though. I'm. A, I judge, but I'll probably end up doing the same thing. Sorry, um, I don't know why my phone's on. How dare you? Hey, it says we're, we're live. Oh, okay. So it did go. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I went to LA Comic Con on Saturday. Uh, mm-hmm. Nothing, nothing official. Just me and my girlfriend. I wanted to take her to her first comic book convention, mm-hmm. and uh, she loved it. It was uh, wow. Yeah, she said it wasn't what she was expecting, mm-hmm. but it was fun. It was so she's like she was kind of like I think once she like learned the the layout and mm-hmm. what to kind of like what what to expect or whatever, she kind of started like mm-hmm. hunting for things and started like actually like exploring a little bit more mm-hmm. um so yeah it was it was good it was a nice little thing um didn't really get to stop to see any of the panels um around the time that i was there there wasn't anything really that interested me so mm-hmm. uh yeah just so it's just mainly the floor yeah just a show floor and and again mm-hmm. la comic-con is a little bit different than uh, san diego comic-con uh mm-hmm. la comic-con they don't do panels in different conference rooms they just do all the panels right there on the show floor mm-hmm. uh so the whole comic uh, la comic-con attendees can stop and see who's on the panel uh at any time so all the actions in one room yep one big room uh mm-hmm. i told my girlfriend I'm like so what do you think she's like like it was fun but it was just so big i'm like yep uh just a fair warning san diego comic-con is probably twice the size of the show floor mm-hmm. and it also includes like about three city blocks in either direction <laughs> yeah she's like Holy and not God. to mention like i mean uh Co- san diego comic-con downstairs is basically just the show floor yep and then above it on the second floor is like panels and the, where the party which at. makes it a lot bigger yep, yep. where the party's at um so uh did you get did you guys get anything to eat afterwards because i know usually whenever i'm up in la at a convention or something i gotta hit some of the spots up there yeah, and that's the thing. I think you know my feeling about L.A. I, I really don't yeah. like to travel to L.A. Um, if somebody goes, let's go to blah, blah, blah. I'm like, uh, L.A., mm, no. Mm-hmm. Uh, but there was one thing that I, I think it was last time we went to L.A. Comic Con. We tried. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was mm-hmm. uh, tre- uh, Trejo's Tacos. Or, uh, Danny Trejo. Oh, yeah. The mm-hmm. actor. Um, Did he have anything like that this time around? Because I know sometimes they, they do do something that is uh, comic themed or some type of themed. Uh, this time no, but uh, mm-hmm. you you mean at the convention or or uh, outside the convention or inside? Well, they had Trejo's uh, tacos last year, so um, um, yeah, I was just wondering if they had something this yeah, year. Yeah, they had they had a few food trucks, but yeah, we didn't go that way because I'm like, eh, uh, we're, mm-hmm. we're probably it gets crowded because the line is probably chaotic. It's crowded, chaotic, and yeah, it's probably mm-hmm. like twenty bucks for like a burger. So mm-hmm, no, mm-hmm. we're like, I told her I'm like, no, like if you can hold on, I'll I'll take you somewhere. 
yeah, I went to uh, Tre- uh, Trejo's Tacos, um, which we tried last year with that, that you, me, and my brother and Josias went to LA Comic-Con. Um, uh, I didn't go. Oh, you didn't go? Oh, no, my friend Juliet. My friend Juliet went. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we, we went to yeah Trejo's Tacos. We tried it out. And I've been mean to take her there. But again, mm-hmm. it's great food, but I don't think it's worth the traffic and the pain in the ass that it is to mm-hmm. get to L.A., Mm-hmm. um but you know once we we're down there i was like you know what we're here might as well so it was like a nice 15 minute drive from the convention center mm-hmm. um she she loved it it was uh like the it was authentic mexican food a little bit more modernized but the flavors were bold and like it just it hits the spot it's it's worth the not the, well, not the trip but it's worth the money mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah that's true yeah i mean it's gourmet tacos right uh yeah, but it's it's filling though, and it's not like you know overly. Uh, is it the classic El Carbon El Carbon size, or is it the 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 big tacos? No, no, it's the the small tortilla, the the four inch tortillas. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, okay. yeah, but the thing is, they they overload it. It's um, it's a little bit. The, the meat is chopped a little bit more uh bigger than you know taqueria would, mm-hmm. but it's fresh. It's not as dried out. And I think that's why they probably don't chop it as small because mm-hmm. the meat will retain its moisture better. Mm-hmm. Um, what was your favorite taco that you had there? So I actually got a bowl, um, but it was a mm-hmm. carne asada bowl. And mm-hmm. that one was delicious. I think my girlfriend, she got the uh, carne asada and chicken. I want to say off the top of my head. Um, but yeah, it comes with the traditional, like just the red rice. Uh, but mm-hmm. with black beans, sour cream, um, pico de gallo, and also he throws in some some corn, and it's like it's not corn like grilled from, corn. N- no, it's uh, well, it might be, um, but it's not like corn from a can though. You can tell right away. Like if you look at the kernels, you can tell somebody just like cooked it on the cob and just kind of like sliced it off because some of the kernels mm-hmm. still stick together. Um, but yeah, it just the corn was still uh, uh, you know crisp. It, it popped in your mouth. It was super sweet. It's I again. I'm not usually a corn fan because I think it's more of the canned corn taste that I don't like. But this mm-hmm. dude, it was so good, and I I, I love it. Tastes like bite. it's from the cob. Yeah, exactly. Probably. Yeah. yeah. Um, so cool. yeah, I mean, if you're in LA, try host tacos. <laughs> 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 I want to check out his donut shop though, but uh, I that one I think he only opens up uh, from five in the morning until they sell out, and they mm-hmm. sell out really quickly. So it's probably oh, wow. you know, first thing in the morning kind of stop. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, Anton. So, n- any new updates? Are we ready to get on to news? Yeah, there's a lot of stuff in news, so let's get to it. Yes. All right. News time. Let's do this. News time. I right, stole your line. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Anton. Uh, let's start with the Batman news. Uh, it looks the like the Batman. The Batman. Mm-hmm. I'm Batman. Uh, it looks like we they finally casted their Catwoman. I know they've been looking for uh, a more ethnic bat, uh, Catwoman. Sorry, I said Batwoman. Mm-hmm. Catwoman. Uh, and they sell, uh, settled on. They picked Zoe Kravitz uh, to co-star alongside Robert Pattinson, who's playing Batman. Um, this one, I, I barely got this detail uh, not too long ago. But it mm-hmm. was narrowed down from three other actresses. Uh, Anna de Armas. Ella Belinska and Isa Gonzalez. I think Zoe Gravitz is a pretty good choice because I really enjoyed her performance in Fantastic Beasts. 
mm-hmm. um, and where to find them. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, waiting for the second part. Uh, yeah, but uh, I, I really enjoyed her as Lita Lestrange. Like, I really bought her character who was, you know, was in love with uh, Newt, mm-hmm. the main character. And uh, even even my wife, Julie, she's like, oh, I really like Zoe. Like, she's really good in this movie. Like, uh, she's like, I'm really excited to see what else is going to be coming out with uh, with her in it. And I guess uh, uh, Big Little Lies. Yes. Yeah. Yep. On HBO, uh, she was casted in there. And uh, it seems like, again, she I don't. I, I think I think it's probably her agent that's getting her all these really good roles. Well, it's not that just it's not just that, but like I, I think when I first heard of Zoe Kravitz, or really she really fell on my radar was uh, X Men First Class. Mm-hmm. And when I found out she was uh, Lenny Kravitz's daughter, I was like, oh great, just the uh, mm-hmm. she's just a, a the child of a famous person uh, yeah. who got you know <clears throat> paid their way into. Uh, got an agent mm-hmm. and stuff like that, but she's a really mm-hmm. good actress, and I- I'm yeah. glad that they they grabbed her for this role. I think she's she'll bring a little personality to that role, so I- I'm I'm kind of curious to see how it comes out. Yeah, and I think uh, you know she probably got a lot of um, experience from learning from her mom mm-hmm. and also her her mom's current husband. Oh, which is <laughs> <laughs> so her her mom is Lisa uh, Monet. Mm-hmm. And also, her stepdad is uh, Aquaman. Aquaman, <laughs> yeah, uh, Jason Momoa. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I forgot about that detail. You're right. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah. yeah, there's some other bit of news too. That some of this stuff mm-hmm. I don't think should get as much attention as it did. Um, mm-hmm. But I guess Michelle Pfeiffer was on Good Morning America, and yeah. she they asked her like, "Oh, what type of what advice do you give to Zoe Kravitz?" Because I don't know if they they just told her that she got casted or what but um michelle pfeiffer said oh make sure that they uh incorporate or they, they think about how you would go to the bathroom uh in your costume when they're designing <laughs> your costume that's Which true because like, it's was, basically like that crazy latex yeah uh, but that seems to be yeah. like the go-to advice now i think that's like that's the advice mm-hmm. that like andrew garfield gave tom holland or something no no, no uh um uh elijah wood gave gave tom holland not elijah wood tom mcguire <laughs> Tommy McGuire gave Elijah, uh, yeah. Tom Holland stuff like that. Like it's it's mm-hmm. b- pretty basic information. I think at this mm-hmm. point it's just become a joke. Yeah. Um. So more bit of news here for the Batman. Uh, mm-hmm. Jonah Hill was in talks to become a villain. I think we talked about it last episode. Mm-hmm. Um. But over the weekend the news broke that the negotiations fell apart. Um. Yeah. So Jonah Hill. They, they either wanted him for the Riddler or Commissioner Gordon. But he really wanted to play the Riddler, and I guess it didn't work out because money. I don't know. Um, but it looks like we do have another person that will be taking that place, and it looks like um, Paul Dano. Yeah. Have you ever seen Paul Dano's uh, work? No, I was actually about to pull him up right now while <laughs> while you were talking. <clears throat> uh, he was in Little Miss Sunshine, uh, and also he was in uh, There Will Be Blood. Uh, there's a couple other movies too that I've seen him in the past. I, I remember there was a movie where he was a serial killer. Um, like he played the younger version, and then the older version is the one that you know is doing all the killing. Um, Love and Mercy. I can't remember exactly, but I remember seeing it in the movie theater. Okay. But uh, Paul Dano is a pretty good actor. He's not getting a lot of roles because he doesn't have the look of 
you know, um, the good looks, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, that's pretty much why a lot of people got get casted, you know? Um, yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, but he has that because all the pictures I've seen of Paul Dano, he has that mm-hmm. very um, proper look. Both his face is very like not not serious, but kind of like uh, conservative, conservative look. And he's always dressed up in all the pictures that I've been seeing him in. So he has that. Yeah. He has that. That at least the the Riddler presence. Mm-hmm. So I think he pulled he, this off. I think he looks like a uh, live version of Chucky. <laughs> Sadly accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Before the scars, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, this, the cast is finally coming together. I'm, uh, it sucks that Jonah Hill's not going to be in it because I think Jonah Hill's mm-hmm. finally been uh, shining lately with his acting skills. Mm-hmm. Um, he's no longer just being the fat funny guy he's actually like acting um, yeah so I mean I don't know if this is going to be the last we'll hear of Jonah Hill for the Batman but for now he walked away from negotiations yeah I'd like to see him play Clayface or uh, any of those uh, other villains that we haven't seen in <laughs> Batman yet maybe that's why he walked away because everybody thought he was going to play uh, the Penguin oh <laughs> uh, yeah I'm not fat anymore guys <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I I can hear I can hear Seth Rogen telling him that and then starts laughing in the background. <laughs> <laughs> All right, uh, let's move on to the MCU, Anton. Uh, Kit right. Harrington is apparently ex- uh, apparently joining the MCU. Uh, he revealed this when he says he's both excited and terrified to join the MCU. Um, I believe he's joining as the Black Knight. I'm just make sure I got that character right. We didn't talk about that. Uh, there was rumors yeah, that he was no. We, there was rumors that he was going to talk. He he might be joining, but now it's been confirmed that he is joining, or he revealed that he is joining. I thought they revealed that at Comic Con. Did they? Oh, they did. You're right. Yeah. <laughs> totally a little late that. on that. Uh, <laughs> it was trending, and I reported. Yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, I think it's trending because was, oh, uh, there might Feige. be a picture or that's something. Enough. There might be a what? Uh, I think there might be a picture or something. That's probably why it's trending. Uh, not yeah, because uh, yeah. when they announced Maybe him, just his reaction that started trending. Yeah, because when they announced him and also uh, Gemma Chan, they both didn't show up at Comic Con. It was just a cast that they already casted already. Mm, okay, so maybe mm-hmm. they're they're yeah. getting first impressions now. Uh, mm-hmm. So the other bit of comic, uh, comic <laughs> MCU news that we got was uh, Kevin Feige. He got a little bit of a promotion. He is now the chief creative officer for Marvel. Mm-hmm. Sounds legit. <laughs> I mean, uh, I mean, to be fair, when you think of Marvel, Kevin Feige's your guy. Uh, except for if you're if you're thinking comic books, it's different. But now he is the chief creative officer for both the publishing, the film division, the TV division, and also animation. So if it has Marvel's logo on it, Kevin Feige is the one to help to help the green light that story. CCO, fancy. Susu. 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 Yep. Um, yeah, so congrats to the Fi Dog. Mm-hmm. Congrats. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I'm just uh, excited to see what uh, what what he's going to um, put on the table. I mean, now that he's able to do anything that he wants to do, I mean, that's a lot of power to have. Well, one thing I posted on social media when, when this story came out was um, it's either going to be great for storylines um, it gives them more control over the overarching stories. Um, kind of what we've seen with the with the Netflix series and the MCU, or even Agents of Shield. The stories, even though they're separate, independent from each other, they still kind of reference each other, so you know they're in the same universe. 
Um, mm-hmm. yeah. Makes me wonder what kind of what kind of connections he's he's gonna be able to make with this type of power. Mm-hmm. On the flip side, him being spread too thin might hinder his ability to really uh, craft a world of his own. Mm-hmm. That's so, true. Yeah, curious to see what he does. Um, who knows? Maybe it'll be, it'll be something as simple as uh, just incorporating a comic book uh, the reference in a, in a show. Who knows? I don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hey, so uh, we got a trailer that came out, uh, I think it was uh, two days ago, called Bombshell. Yeah, so this is the uh, make sure uh, Megan Kelly uh, mm-hmm. inspired movie uh, played mm-hmm. by who's gonna be played by Charlize Theron, and dude, the, she there was somebody on our social media that said that she looks nothing like her, but she she nailed it. Let, let's. Uh, I think I, I think you got the wrong picture to compare. Compare. It's this picture right here that you should have. Put on there I was instead. Try- I was trying to get the pose right. Um, this one. Let me see here. That one looks exactly like Megan Kelly. Uh oh yeah, she has it. Yeah, because on- yeah, and I think uh, they actually added some prosthetics on her face to make her look like um like a little more chiseled mm-hmm. uh, under the cheekbones to have that Megan Kelly look. Uh yeah, the resting bitch face yeah. Um, <laughs> I mean, she does. Uh, regardless of how you feel about uh, Megan Kelly, uh, she can go from mm-hmm. super happy to just dogging you from across the room. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, I, I think it, I, so. When I see the pictures, if I didn't know Charlie Theron, I would also think it was Elizabeth, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Banks. I think it's the eyes and the hair. Okay, I don't know. Yeah, I, I think so. I I think it's also because she has that um chiseled uh, uh under the the cheeks. Yeah, maybe that facial structure yeah. just in general. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I you know what bombshell was not really on my radar, but after that trailer, I'm I'm curious about it. I'm definitely might uh might check it out. I think it's such a good time to have that movie come out too. Because... Oh, going into the political year, yes, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I think so. Uh, especially since uh her Megyn Kelly kind of she was more known on the conservative side because she was on Fox News. Uh, mm-hmm. but I mean, really unexpectedly, she moved over to, I believe, NBC, um, mm-hmm. which that was a short lived career because she, I'm pretty sure 99% sure she got fired because she questioned why blackface was wrong. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no but yeah, because, <laughs> because she switched from two different, vastly different, um, networks, she kind of hits on both. The conservative and um, the social side, uh, social socialist side, or liberal mm-hmm. side. My bad, liberal side. So yeah, I'm kind of curious to see how they're gonna play this one off. Mm-hmm. Uh, moving on to less political news. Uh, there's a Venom rumor, <laughs> Anton. Uh, I'm kind of curious to see how you feel about this. Uh, so the franchise is heading towards an eventual confrontation with Tom Holland Spider-Man. That was what director Ruben. Uh, Fleischer has confirmed. Yes, uh, it is true, and they're also uh, and I think there's bringing problems. Shriek, the villain Shriek, into the mix too. So it's kind of uh, interesting to see Carnage's um, uh, love interest uh, in the mix too. Um, mm-hmm. And having Tom, hmm, it's kind of interesting because the first well, he only has two uh, movies left. <laughs> yeah, the first Venom movie took place in San Francisco. Yeah, so I'm kind of curious to how the whole uh, mashup is going to happen. I yeah, mean, we got, I'm, 
East Coast uh, Spider-Man in Queens. How's mm-hmm. he going to make his way to San Francisco? Or is it Eddie Brock going to New York to become a journalist? Uh, well, Eddie Brock finally chooses and choose his own uh, accent. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it's it, it's just a weird mixture, especially with like the big age difference between Eddie Brock and uh, and Peter Parker. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I mean, they try to say it's eventually going there, but there's only two more movies left in Tom Holland's contract unless they plan to extend it. Uh, mm-hmm. Which that might be a first in the Spider-Man world that the one Spider-Man got a contract extension instead of just being rotated yeah. out. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so we'll we'll find out more about it. But I mean, realistically, what within the next two years? Yeah, and I I think as long as they keep the movie involved with um, Marvel with uh, Kevin Feige, yeah, then I think it'll it'll be fine because I guess Kevin Feige implemented a, a a bunch of ideas without getting any credit uh because he didn't want any credit he just wanted to you know give ideas the into idea, the, the, the idea the idea yeah. is more important than who gets credit for it mm-hmm. yeah so uh hopefully he's still involved in the second one and uh yeah yeah i mean it, it was a high profile negotiation so oh. i mean i, I think off. he was gonna take a special interest in this one mm-hmm. all right we got cut off a little right. bit but we're back yep yeah, no, I'm starting to notice that right now, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see here. So moving on to here, with some Matrix news. Um, we have two parts here. So the first one is uh, Neil Patrick Harris has joined the Matrix 4 cast, but we don't mm-hmm. have any information about what he's going to be doing in the movie. It's a secret mm-hmm. role. Yeah. Uh, so maybe Barney Stinson, you know, getting his uh, <laughs> bro code going on in the Matrix. Oh, the bro code is actually a code. <laughs> yeah <laughs> it'll be funny if they actually reference um, that in the movie yeah like because you know like the matrix i mean it's either a bunch of flickering screens or uh some some monitors or, or, or code yeah they're, they're throwing a few how i met your mother or at least <laughs> barney stinson quotes yeah uh maybe a, a little bit of harold and kumar who knows <laughs> yeah I can, I can see him hosting snl and uh, uh promoting this movie yeah and he'd be talking about the bro code in the matrix i think that would be a really funny sketch (laughs) (laughs) you heard it here first (laughs) yes the bro code snl skit yeah or at least the monologue (laughs) yeah all right anton what's the other bit of little matrix news we have here okay so it's not matrix well actually uh we'll start with that first um it looks like they went to jada pinkett smith uh, telling her to reprise her role as Niobe. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's rumored, but it sounds so official because it's coming from a bunch of good sources. Mm-hmm. So, um, I mean, if she's in it, that means that they're fighting against something big because uh, the character Niobe, she was more of like a, the one of the leaders of the resistance where um, she was controlling um uh her own group of people that she was leading mm-hmm. yeah because you remember that scene where they had like a bunch of like uh high-end right? um uh, yeah the tanks yeah yeah i thought that was really cool so i mean if she's in it that means that you know something big's gonna happen as a character yeah um, so do you, <clears throat> so do you think this matrix four is gonna take place more in the matrix itself in the real world or are they finally going to reveal that the the what we thought was a real world is part of the matrix? Because I guess what they tried to do at the very end was they shut down the the whole entire system, right? 
Yeah, but there's because the robots were taking over, the computers were taking over. So, so, so part of the th- I don't know how deeply we want to go down this uh, Matrix rabbit hole here, uh, <laughs> but, but there there's a lot of fan speculation or fan fan theories that the, everything we saw in the Matrix movies was part of the Matrix. So even the part mm-hmm. where you thought it was the real world was still part of the Matrix code, just a different layer of it. Um, kind of a dream within a within a dream, um, and, and it's it, okay. it's like a, it's like an extra level for those that like are in the the base level matrix, the one that we that had that green tint to it. Um, once they became aware that it's a simulation, that they got uh, freed and brought into the real world, but in reality, it's just another layer, um, and that's all we saw. And that's what yeah, saying, I like, think it makes sense too, because I mean, there was that scene where you see Neo and in the, the real droid. world. Yeah, and he stops the the, the, the droid. Robot. Yeah, uh, yeah. There's a lot of like small Sentinel. They're Sentinel. called Sentinel. Sentinel. Sorry, yeah. wrong franchise. <laughs> um, yeah, stuff like small stuff like that that we never really understand. Um, I think even the the city, mm-hmm. the the last scene that's supposed to take place in the mm-hmm. real world, right? Or is that in the Matrix? In the Matrix. Uh, either way, though. Um, yeah, they they were jacked in. That's true. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, so I think that's. There's there's a lot of it. If you really want to dive into it, uh, YouTube it. <laughs> yeah. Get ready. Get some Advil at hand, though. <laughs> okay. So um, not exactly Matrix Matrix related, but uh, a little bit. There was a cinematographer from the Matrix series. He's mm-hmm. signed on to um, Marvel's Shang-Chi movie. And um, the director of Shang-Chi, uh, his name is... Uh, Destin Daniel Cretton. Uh, he said in an interview recently that his movie is going to be very Matrixy. Hmm. So because he knows kung be fu, kind of. I think so. <laughs> I, 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 I really think that's probably why he wanted this guy to be part of the cine- cinematography team on on this movie. Um, and I'm really excited to see something like that. I'm I'm hoping there's going to be a lot of kung fu. Yeah, in this movie. I, I'm trying to think of the the fight scenes in the Matrix, and they're very static uh, shots, uh, up close mm-hmm. but static. There wasn't a lot of jittery and stuff like that. It's they really mm-hmm. want you to give a good look. So that scene mm-hmm. where they're in the the Matrix and the dojo, where Neil's fr- like learning how to fight and really understanding the Matrix, it's I know kung fu. Yeah, that one. Uh, if you think of the 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 punches, the 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 hand movements, the the scenes or the 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 framing is very tight on the hands, and she see the movement, but the camera doesn't really move a lot. So I think that's what they're trying to go for here. Yeah, I think that's really cool. Yeah, good choice. All right, so enough Matrix moves. Uh, let's go on to the next story, which is Star Wars. Yeah. So Daisy Ridley. Okay. Uh, talked about Star Wars Nine. Uh, was it the Rise of Skywalker? Mm-hmm. Um, and addresses, and she says the movie will address the strange relationship that Ray and Kylo Ren have, which that they were meant to be. Maybe I, I, I still think, <laughs> uh, I still think they're gonna, they, they are the balance of the Force. Mm-hmm. Um, the yin and the yang. Yeah, yeah. Like they, they like if one switches over, the other, something like that. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think it's gonna be. I, I'm gonna throw my popcorn at the screen if it's a love story. 
<laughs> <laughs> or or they freaking Luke and Leia us again, and they're siblings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> dude, maybe that's that's uh, that's what Lu- uh, Lucas wanted. Oh, th- they had to 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 uh, Luke and Leia uh, Leia the audience again. Yeah, uh, dude, but they had four sex. <laughs> <laughs> Um, yeah, that's uh, so kinky. Every movie, it's kind of like Avatar when they 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 hooked up that tail, you know. Oh yeah, I was like, oh 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 oh. <laughs> yeah, you know? I know. I I think they meant th- so that I mean that- they locked lightsabers in the last movie. So no, not even that. I'm talking about that telepathy <laughs> thing they did. Where oh, yeah, the thing yeah, where they're touching their hands, yeah, like yeah. they're each in their in their rooms in their beds, but they're like having a conversation, being very intimate, and I'm like. <laughs> At first, I'm like, "Oh, this is a new force power I've never heard, I've never seen before." Oh, yeah. well, that's kind of cool. Okay, this is getting kind of weird. Are they? <laughs> is this force sex? Like, is this? <laughs> <laughs> she starts taking off her, like, you know. Okay, rope. moving yeah. on. <laughs> uh, let's move. Wait, on. can you see this? <laughs> uh, can you? Can you? Wait, can wait, you wait, mentally wait. She turn did around? See him. <laughs> she did see him. Oh, that's true. He, yeah. yeah. All right, uh, moving on to lighter news. Uh, Deadpool news. A lot lighter. <laughs> uh, so one of the writers, the writers of Deadpool 3 confirmed, quote unquote, confirmed that Deadpool 3 will be rated R, which, I mean, I think I think uh, Venom has proven that in the end, the studio has the final call. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I think, you know, all of the Deadpool movies already do well as rated r movies it's it's not even that they do well or not it's more that they're under disney's house now Mm -hmm. and will disney allow deadpool to continue being rated r Mm -hmm. um but yeah there's well i'm guessing uh kevin has a lot of power now so he can just say yes (laughs) yes (laughs) uh i feige bless you rated r (laughs) (laughs) where do you get the pope i want to see more dude i i was i was I I was really uh, happy with the Wolverine movie, Logan. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's true. I was really happy with that one. But that was Fox, though. That was before the Marvel merger. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, okay, yeah. Yeah, because Deadpool 2 was also before yeah, yeah, yeah. Disney. Yeah, yeah, but I don't know. Anyways, uh, mm-hmm. I think that there's a more bit of Deadpool news that you have. I do? Uh, Ryan Reynolds? Oh, yeah. So I, I thought you were going to talk about it too. I I, I wanted <laughs> yeah. to give you some, okay. give you okay. some uh, ammunition. All right, all right, all right. You take a shot. Uh, so since you're talking about Deadpool, <laughs> uh, we see a picture of Ryan Reynolds at Marvel Studios. Um, it's on his Instagram, mm-hmm. and it seems like uh, he had a little meeting with uh, the studio, and uh, we don't really know that what he was talking about. But I'm guessing it was probably because of that. Yeah, either ra- talking about the rated R. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the other type of rumors I've been hearing too is that uh, Reynolds was go- there to push to be part of the MCU. Um, mm. Not sure how. I guess with Thor, I I, I think like uh, uh, Taika Thor. What TT? Yeah, like well, Taika Thor Deadpool threesome might might, might work. <laughs> uh, yeah, maybe. Like that level of humor? I don't know. I mean, if Taika mm-hmm. can make a, a movie about freaking Hitler and make it funny and entertaining for the whole family, uh, <laughs> I think he can incorporate Deadpool. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but we'll see how that turns out. I mean, yes, again, Disney owns everything now. Mm-hmm. All, right. All right. Next story, George Anton. Okay. So 
all that aside, uh, I'm kind of excited about this coming Monday. We are getting Jack Ryan season two. It's finally starting back up again. Uh, we kind of got like a really big, um, I say cliffhanger. It, it wasn't like a crazy cliffhanger. It's just, oh my God, I want more because it was so good that first season. Yeah. What the hell? We already have a second season? Yeah. Damn. Wait, didn't it come out? Oh, it came out last summer. Mm-hmm. Wow. It's mm-hmm. been a while. I I, was, I just remember like summertime, but wow. Yeah. 2018 mm-hmm. um, yeah i think they added a couple more episodes in this this season so that's why uh it took a little bit more time to get this uh season two starting yeah that's awesome and i think if i remember right <clears throat> uh as soon as amazon's before the the series even premiered um they were getting more test audiences and critics uh eyes on the pilot and the first couple episodes mm-hmm. uh amazon quickly locked down two more seasons with uh john kravinsky um, so mm-hmm. we have at least at least another season after this one. So mm-hmm. yay! Yeah. I, besides uh, him being in this show, I want to see him in more movies. So I'm looking forward to that. All right. So all that aside, uh, Studio Ghibli is finally letting people stream their movies. And um, I'm sorry about the people part. It's just one company, and that's HBO Now. Um, kind of excited to see everything in one place because if you wanted the movie, you would have to buy it or pirate it somewhere online. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, it, it's been a long time coming because I remember owning some VHSs of Kiki's Delivery Service. Um, and then my first DVD that I owned from Studio Ghibli was Spirited Away. Well, keep talking when grab something. Okay. Yeah, so those were some of my favorite uh, Studio Ghibli movies. And finally, we can actually watch it on streaming service. So that's a good thing. Can I mean, my, I mean, my uh, as soon as you remind me, I remembered I purchased something. This is more. This is my friend Juliet. She she asked me to bring it. Um, okay. So <laughs> Kiki's delivery service. Whoa, that's cute. It's a uh, yeah. It's a it's a. It's made out of yarn. Yeah, knitted knitted crochet crochet uh, Kiki. Oh wow! They did a really good job with it. Although I, I will say I'm a little bit suspicious of the saleswoman, because um, I, because <laughs> I, I grabbed it right because my friend Julia's like, oh, can you grab it for me? Like that's it looks awesome, and she's a fan of the movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the woman's like, oh, good thing this is my last one. And then uh, so I, I got it. This is like early in the convention. Uh, me and my mm-hmm. girlfriend walked around. Three hours later, we wanted to do one last pass down Artist Alley, and in the exact mm-hmm. same spot that that Kiki was hanging, there's another Kiki. <laughs> I'm all, I, I, oh it's my last one i told my girlfriend my last one my ass <laughs> uh that's funny yeah all right so I, I don't know if you have hbo now but uh it's gonna be on there and um besides studio ghibli news uh we got lion king not being uh part of the oscars and i think that's a good thing because i think they want to respect the uh the animators of other films because this is more of a live action live action is what <coughs> is what um John Favreau is uh comparing this to he says this is not an animation movie and shouldn't be um in that category but it is motion capture no it's <laughs> i mean it still is like yeah, I, I and I think this goes back to them trying to sell this as 
or or, or promoting it as the Lion King live action. Um, mm-hmm. There is no live characters. It's all CGI. Um, unlike Aladdin that had real characters with CGI. Watch, watch, watch. You say this now, when you watch the, uh, the behind the scenes, there's a guy with a boom on one of the lions. I'm a, what the hell's any circus doing in this one? <laughs> we don't know. We didn't. We didn't hire him. He just showed up and put on the the motion capture shoot. <laughs> he's there for everything. <laughs> yeah, he's doing multiple characters. He's doing. He's go, he goes from uh, Caesar to that character he did in uh, Black Panther. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, All right dude. Uh, that's uh, that's it for news. Uh, let's get into the next segment: uh, gaming. All right, gaming time. Mm-hmm. All right, Anton, let's knock out some uh, some bit of news here from gaming news. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Over the weekend, uh, there was a bit of disruption in the gaming world. Um, Sunday morning, uh, players that are playing Fortnite got to witness the end of the world. Yeah, so towards the end of this season... There was a little countdown, and it happened in the the previous season too, but it wasn't this intense. Uh, people went crazy because I mean, there there wasn't really anything that uh, was foreshadowing what's going to happen next. No. Uh, yeah. Um, you can tell people what happened exactly uh, in the video that we saw. Yeah. So, and uh, you were right when we, when we first talked about this when we were playing Overwatch. That's how me and Anton mm-hmm. compare notes and uh, yeah. catch each other up. We play Overwatch and have meetings that way. Um, <laughs> you're right. It was the end of Season 10 uh, going mm-hmm. into Season 11. Uh, yeah, so the the if people that are playing on Sunday morning, they saw a big, very huge comet, probably what, a fifth the size of the entire map, hit the, mm-hmm. freak, hit the map, and characters got floated off into space and witnessed the map collapse on itself and a black hole emerged. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's it for two days. All players, if you logged in, all you saw was a black hole and the abyss. And you can't even play the game. No, there was no, there was no, t- no game types or uh, modes available to play. You logged into Arena, and that's all you saw. Um, it's funny. A, a lot of hardcore gamers were just looking at the abyss for uh, several hours straight, trying to get hints or. Uh, uh, Easter eggs about what might be coming next. Uh, apparently, waste of time because <laughs> there's nothing in yeah. there. I think that's such a cool way to end the whole entire um, uh, season or the first decade of the seasons. Yeah, it's but that's <laughs> it's an expensive move, but it might have paid off. Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, it, yeah. it did pay off. Well, they have a lot of money. <laughs> well, okay, so we talked about this in 2018. They made billions of dollars, mm-hmm. so that translates into several million per day. So mm-hmm. in just doing this for two days, they lost out on millions of revenue from players, both in-game purchase and subscribers. Um, okay, let me tell you what. I think they learned this from World of Warcraft because there were moments where I played the game in the past when uh, when the dungeon's about to open. There's like this, like there was like a big gathering of people, and it's kind of cool because you get to see. So many people all over like one server because I mean usually in the game it's a huge map. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of people in this world. I mean you could walk from one end to the other end and it'll take you like half a day to just walk all the way there. Yeah, 
And to see all of these people combined together into one little area where you look around, it's just super crowded. But you get to see the opening of like this dungeon. You could see like explosions. You could see like music and it's very uh, like a big ceremony. Mm -hmm. So for them to do something like this is kind of like super epic. Well, hence the name of their company. I get what you did there. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. No, but it, so it worked out both in the artistic vision being portrayed mm-hmm. here. Like, you know, they, they were able to get the power to uh, do this big reveal um, and big climatic climatic ending to what they call chapter one. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it cost them millions in uh, lost revenue. But that also got them a crap load of media coverage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Twitter, Twitter, newsstands. Uh, even freaking Lady Gaga uh, got a couple of uh, uh, one-liners uh, in the in the trending. Um, <laughs> so it, I mean, it, it paid off. It was a good it was a good investment, um, and we were right. The reason this happened is because they were uh, releasing new, uh, you know, skins, bigger map. Uh, they can included other functions like fishing, where you can fish for weapons. Uh, they there's boats now. They have boats now, which you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, player unknown battlegrounds i had that for months and years anyways <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh so yeah f- but the yeah this all got revealed on tu- on monday night or monday morning actually tuesday morning mm-hmm. tuesday tuesday morning yeah. got revealed um so players got back there were some players that were upset though um i'm trying to remember the name of the the game mode uh mm-hmm. but there is a, a i think it's a story mode um that only players that purchase it and i believe subscribe to it uh get access to this to this game mode so it's not really one of the more popular ones the more popular one is the arena and that is where the majority Mm -hmm. of their money comes in so people Mm -hmm. that have paid for this other game mode are upset because you know they paid money for this they pay it's it's like buying a a version of the game um Mm -hmm. and there's no real updates to that game mode so mm-hmm. they feel like, you know, they got screwed over on in this big update. Arena mode got all this attention um, from designers and gameplay. Meanwhile, this other game mode was like, all right, you guys can play again. Here you go. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But, uh, you know, overall, uh, they're going to make lots of money either way. Um, there's so many people playing Fortnite. It's, it's insane. Yeah. Uh, but other than that, uh, what else have we got? Uh, so there's more news here. Um Pokemon uh, has a new game coming out in a couple weeks called uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield. Mm-hmm. And part of that game is going to be kind of a mixture of the classic uh, Pokemon games we know and Pokemon, Pokemon Go. Stadium? Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah, something like that too. Um, and this one, you can it's a big open world. Uh, you can explore it. Uh, but there's also going to be raids in, the, in that game mode where you can mm. go to and meet, meet up with other players that happen to be on the same map. And battle what are being called Gigantamax Pokemon, which are so. I'm kind of curious. Can we play together? Yeah. Or is it just uh, really? Yeah, it's, that's cool. It's gonna be an open that's world. Really? Yeah. So um, yeah, it's gonna be, these Pokemon are called Gigantamax Pokemon. They're pretty much giant versions of themselves. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> I logged in uh, to Twitter on uh, actually it was yesterday. Yeah, yesterday yesterday night, and one of the things trending was hashtag Fat Pikachu. 
uh and it's that you can go to our social media both uh at oh, you go to our social media at the toc on twitter instagram and facebook uh look at the picture uh but people are excited because the gigantamax version of pikachu is a throwback to the old pokemon card game uh where pikachu mm-hmm. was chubby <laughs> so people are excited about that so i'm like that i'm like that's cool nice little throwback he, he doesn't have a neck it's just straight down yeah he doesn't have a neck and his arms they look like he can stretch he can try as hard as he want but his hands will never touch each other <laughs> yeah. uh so yeah hashtag fat pikachu mm-hmm. um one little bit of gaming uh updates here anton i don't know if you've tried this yet i, I kind of wanted to talk to you about it but i also wanted to surprise mm-hmm. you about it uh mm-hmm. surprise yeah for reals uh activision released a mobile version of call of duty called call of duty mobile mm-hmm. um i didn't know what to expect when i downloaded it but dude i've been hooked on it it is a mini version <coughs> of the multiplayer mm-hmm. call of duty we know and love um same maps uh limited weaponry but still fun the controllers are um fairly easy to to learn and get used to um i have been owning as a sniper on this one <laughs> Uh, it's it's very fun, dude. Have you tried it out yet? No, and I'll tell you why. Um, Russians. I, <laughs> I I read online that uh, a lot of people are um, playing the game on the computer. Oh, on like Android devices. Um, they are using a, a keyboard and a mouse. Yeah, which I really haven't yeah. encountered. I mean, maybe because I'm still leveling up. Uh, but I haven't encountered mm-hmm. any unreasonably skilled players. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, so far I've been having fun. But eventually, yeah, I guess I'll reach that point. Um, mm-hmm. But, yeah, I think that's my only drawback is the limited amount of weapons. Um, you level up your weapons fairly quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, because you, Just like how, how you usually do it in the old days. Well, yeah, and that's the thing. Like, in the old days, mm-hmm. you leveled up, but it takes you a while. In this mm-hmm. one, uh, we... Prestige mode. <laughs> well, in, in this one, to level up your weapon... Um, mm-hmm. you also get kind of like XP cards or I forgot what they're called. Um, mm-hmm. but yeah, like little like XP rewards. And aside from just leveling it up by playing the game, you can also just allocate these cards to whatever gun you want. And it doesn't mm-hmm. take that many to max it out. I, mm-hmm. I, I think I've, I have like four guns that I can easily just max out and I still have a lot of XP cards to go. Yeah. I like what you did there. I, I like how you, in, in the show notes, you put Call of Duty, but you didn't say which one. Exactly. Call of Duty Mobile. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But the new Call of Duty actually looks really cool because uh, uh, Infinity Ward is doing it. Yes. And its price is back. Yeah. We're all a little crazy. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, dude. I- I'm excited for that one. The Dude, the graphics look amazing. Yeah, they look they look amazing every single time. Oh, yeah. They, so. they keep cracking it up. But in this in this case, mm-hmm. yeah, the new Call of Duty Modern Warfare, they, um, it looks like a movie. I'm not gonna lie. Mm-hmm. I'd be down to see a Call of Duty uh, animated movie like this. Mm-hmm. All right, dude. Uh, that's it for gaming. Let's get into movies. All right, uh, let's go into movies. And I'm not. I'm definitely not stalling. Uh, definitely not doing that. I'm prepared. I'm a professional, Anton. How dare you accuse me? Uh, uh, I am drinking oh, yeah. the same beer as last week, uh, Key Billy again. And uh, I didn't read this last time, but it says authentic, world-renowned Key Lime. Origi- <clears throat> Sorry, excuse me. Originally brewed at the True Key Billy or Oregon. Okay, I'm sorry. I, I can't read right now because this shadow's on this thing and it's 
like blending in with the, the can. <laughs> I was like, and I'm not drunk. I, I barely drink. I was this saying, thing. well, like, dude, is it really big words or like why are you struggling right now? <laughs> uh, I am drinking uh, a yeah. hibiscus uh hibiscus. refresher from Starbucks. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's on. So all right, so the box office numbers here, uh at Monday, uh, October fourteenth, I almost said December. Jeez, around the corner. <laughs> Uh, December 14th. Number one, no surprise here, Joker with 201.9 million. Mm -hmm. What's wrong with me, Anton? You're the one drinking alcohol. I'm not. (laughs) Uh, Number two, The Addams Family uh, with its opening weekend at 35 million. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Number three, Gemini Man with 23 million. Ah, such a disappointment. (laughs) I was waiting for your reaction on that one. Uh, Number four, Abominable with 49.1 million. And number five, Downton Abbey, still holding on strong with eighty three point five million. Uh, this is there's a bit of news, and I just remembered as I read the score, uh, not the score, the box office. Uh, I think Abominable's banned in Japan or no Vietnam, and I want to look up why. So I, I think that's something we can't talk on the show, but we'll talk about it while we play Overwatch. Really? Yeah, it got it got banned in Vietnam. You could look that up. Uh, but yeah, Anthony, you're right. Gemini Man, uh, one of the big movies that I've been hoping uh, came out good because it looks amazing. It's a great concept. Uh, starring Will Smith uh, battling his freshman self. Only came with three, $23.06 million. Um, Big flop. I, I'm sad. I wanted to see this. Now I'm kind of regretting it. Did you come? Gemini Man? Gemini Man, yeah. Uh, you can still see it in that HDR or whatever that thing is called. Nah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, like, um, my cousin went to see it. He said, you know, everything's cool. Um, daytime uh, kind of makes it look fake. Um, oh, yeah. Other than that, the action's really good, but the story's crap. Yeah, but that's only yeah. That, that's the thing, though. Regardless of what format you go see it in, you can't save it. Um, like if you're into video games, it's it's watchable. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Anton, did you look up the whole Vietnam thing? Yes, I did. Uh, so it, it's basically the whole thing about who claims the South China Sea. Oh. And uh, you know, it, you can't really claim the sea or the ocean. You know, it, it's. International water. You can't claim water, man. It belongs to people of the planet. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who I channeled there. <laughs> <clears throat> so, so basically, uh, in one of the scenes, it has a a, a picture of the Ch- uh, China map, and then that area is like outlined, as in like they own that area. Well, yeah, th- th- there's a a certain amount of mileage uh, that that countries can claim territory of. I think it's like. I think in the United States, before it's like five miles before it's it's considered international waters. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, so I mean they can claim part of it, but I don't think they claim the entire damn ocean or the entire sea. Yeah, they yeah they try to claim the whole entire thing. So I mean, did, okay, okay. I don't know if you know about this, but they basically took a bunch of sand and went to one specific spot in that South China Sea, uh-huh. and they keep dumping it there until now it's an island. Wouldn't that crazy? T- wouldn't tidal forces just kind of keep eroding that that sandbar? I mean, you I, you, I, you have to build some sort of structure to keep the sand in place. If not, the water current is just gonna <clears> swoosh there's it away. already a, a reef in that area. Uh, like the water's like shallow, so they keep bringing sand and then just keep dumping it in one specific area. To Saigon Island. 
<laughs> yeah. And now, dude, it's it's a whole entire airport. <sighs> like you see planes flying and landing onto this area. If this wasn't such a minor part of our, our whole episode, I want to call our episode uh, Vietnam Petty AF. <laughs> <laughs> it's not vietnam it's it's china going oh. there and just oh china did it. oh okay okay okay. yeah i thought i was seeing vietnam yeah. like dang no 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 vietnam has always been pushing china back like hey what are you doing down here oh okay you know um, yeah but then uh, e- even the philippines too like they're they're not happy with that oh so. well yeah philippines are very protective about their beaches too mm-hmm. um okay so this goes back to the movie studios siding with china then uh, yeah. okay uh <laughs> so looking at the scores here anton i'm gonna go see Zombieland tomorrow uh mm-hmm. my girlfriend let me choose between maleficent and Zombieland. uh oh <laughs> you already know i already know Zombieland. <laughs> well I no Zombieland. I, I, and and the thing is like i you know i was willing to give it a chance uh because i mean mm-hmm. the, I, I i would i wasn't interested in the first one but clearly i like they it. clearly did something great because it had great reviews um when it came out and this one just looks badass it looks very epic i'm michelle pfeiffer mm-hmm. come on man <laughs> uh but i'm, I'm glad i didn't uh, pfeiffer uh, i'm glad i did because both movies have an audience score um in the mid 90s uh zombieland has a 95 percent from the audiences and maleficent has a 94 but mm-hmm. zombieland has a 71 from the critics and maleficent has a 43 from the critics so Ooh. right choice <laughs> <laughs> i'll probably end up watching both but i'm just saying though yeah so other than uh movie theater news uh we got el camino that came out uh which is a breaking bad movie that takes place right after the events of the uh season finale it's literally called the series finale it's literally called el camino a, a breaking bad story a breaking bad movie <laughs> yeah so uh we got jesse pinkman in the el camino heading to uh albuquerque town mm-hmm. um <laughs> albuquerque town <laughs> yeah <laughs> Albu- small albuquerque small town. unknown little rustic town probably ghost town by now Dude, known it's as pretty Albuquerque. small looking on the map it's a very small city yeah only referenced by the simpsons a couple times okay <laughs> occasionally albuquerque corky yeah. wait albuquerque so <laughs> so you got to see it right uh i i had the opportunity no. to i have netflix okay. i have every every power to do so but i have not seen it so you haven't seen no. it no I kind of want okay. to rewatch the last season, kind of refresh my memory where everything left off. Oh, you you can just uh, as soon as you turn it oh, on. Oh, they do the recap. Yeah, they do the uh, recap trailer uh, before they even start the the show. That's good because Netflix movie, is really yeah. good about giving you the key points that you need to know. It's not just an overall recap, dude. It's been like almost like six or five or six years. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, go on. yeah. Uh okay. So I'll tell you what the movie's great. Great review. Very well written. Uh, I loved every single scene that was in there. Um, was it necessary? No. <laughs> um, not really. But, uh, dude, it's good. Okay. I, I really enjoyed it. Uh, does this take place right after the series finale? Yeah, it takes right... Uh, pl- yeah, it takes place right after the movie. Uh, do they address... I mean, the, the show. Do they address why Jesse has aged a couple years? <laughs> oh, yeah. Dude. Meth man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah um i'm 
I, I have questions, but I feel I'd be treading or I'd be putting you in a spoiler position. I, I don't really want to go into it. Um, mm-hmm. But is there a lot of time jumping? No, it's uh, well, it jumps back to tell you the story. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's filling in the gaps, the the unanswered questions that people have, like like you, um, what you're asking me now. Yeah. Um, but it 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 has to go back in order to tell the the story that's currently happening, and uh, when it gets to present day, it's ongoing. It, it doesn't jump all the way into the future. It's just ongoing. So it's an ongoing story. Okay, and I think that's what I was mm-hmm. concerned about because in the trailer, there seems to be a lot of back and forth um, scenes. Some scenes that look like they take place within a couple hours mm-hmm. of each other, and there are other scenes that mm-hmm. seem very out of place. Either mm-hmm. uh, Jesse looks way younger or way older, but it's I, I was kind of concerned that this would just be a, a you know a, a flashback movie, which I'm not a mm-hmm. I, I'm not down for. <laughs> uh, there, there are flashbacks, but it's not like it's not new flashbacks. And it, it, it's not new flashbacks. It's like, hey, remember this? Yeah. Remember, remember yeah. when? Actually, no, it's <laughs> it, it's not like that. But yeah, I was like, remember that time that Jesse said, "What bitch? What?" <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought they were gonna put a lot of that in there, but uh, surprisingly, no? uh, it, it's a good amount. But did, it's not. Did Did Aaron Paul feel that Jesse has matured in the last couple of hours since? Uh, I think since so. the ending, <laughs> and he stopped dropping the B word. I don't know why I'm censoring myself now. <laughs> <laughs> After five or six years, I'm really happy that he still has that Jesse Pinkman uh, vibe. Did he ever uh, coming back to? Did it. he ever really let it go? I mean, that's kind of his character in BoJack Horseman. <laughs> uh, he did let it go. I, I didn't really see Jesse Pinkman oh. in The Path on Hulu. Oh, uh, that's true. Yeah, right, right. Yeah, and then in um, his vitamin water Need for Speed. <laughs> in Need for Speed. Uh, it felt like a, a better version of himself. A mature Jesse Pinkman. If you get what I mean. Yeah, a mature Jesse Pinkman. Uh, then again, Need for Speed, quality, high quality movies. <laughs> uh, I actually enjoyed it, dude. I, I kind of liked that movie. Actually, I'm yeah. kind of. So, one thing I'm just noticing right now is that he is mm-hmm. in the Tron Uprising TV series. Um, mm-hmm. And that's going to be on Disney Plus. That is one of the things that Disney released. So. I might be, yeah. I might be getting more uh, Aaron Paul in my life. <laughs> yeah. All right, Colin. So, what would you give this movie? Uh, I'd give it a good four out of five. Four. four? Mm-hmm. It's good writing, dude. I mean, Vince Gilligan directing it too. Have you props? Have you uh, seen the episode of American Dad when they start watching uh, uh, Breaking Bad? Oh, no. Uh, <laughs> there's a there's an episode where where um steve and roger are on a mission to watch breaking bad and people are like well why that's here that show's been gone for years and he goes no 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 we're gonna we're gonna watch it in reverse uh where it's a meth dealer that turns to a life of education it's less depressing that way (laughs) (laughs) and then they go down this adventure um that apparently vince gilligan hid subliminal messages in his show uh, for what he calls reversos, uh, which is our, our re- people that watch shows in reverse uh, or uh-huh. enthusiasts that watch shows in reverse uh, to go on a scavenger hunt for his lost treasure. 
<laughs> that's crazy i know dude. i'm like jesus christ yeah. i'm like that's a big callback for for vince gilligan there it's it, it would be really funny if he did way to go reversos <laughs> all right it's on yeah uh if people want to be enthusiasts about us how can they do that uh they can do that by going to our website at www.the2c.com and uh, maybe buy some stickers t-shirts or maybe a hat and if there was something that we talked about on the show or something that you posted on our Instagram, Twitter, or any of our social media, it gives us a little kickback when something's purchased on Amazon. And also, there's a banner on our website, too. Yeah, click on that banner, complete your purchase. We'll give us a kickback mm-hmm. at no extra cost to you. Uh, as Anton said, you can follow us on social media at the 2OC on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, you can also send us an email to mail at the 2OC. Uh, <coughs> dot com mm-hmm. and don't forget to give us a five star review or thumbs up whatever the rating system is on your uh podcatcher app preferably five stars on itunes that will give us uh the best uh visibility to potential new listeners okay uh this week is also brought to you by audible uh i just accidentally exited that why would uh, you today's do that? podcast is brought to you by audible Get a free audiobook download and 30-day free trial at www.audibletrial.com slash the 2OC. There are over 180,000 titles to choose from, and you can use it on your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. So, I'm still stuck on uh, this J.K. Rowling, a.k.a. Robert Gilbreth train ride. It is so good. I am so stuck on this book right now. Uh, and it's called Cuckoo's Calling. Cuckoo. So I highly recommend that. Uh, there's a series I want to recommend, but I can't remember. Oh, uh, there's a there's a series I, I kind of want to revisit, and I was still hooked mm-hmm. on it. Um, it's by uh, Vaughn Hepner. Uh, it's mm-hmm. called Invasion Alaska. That's the first book. And it's this multi-book. I think it's like five books, six books um, of a giant world war. And it's like takes place in mm. the future. So it's like future tech. Uh, resources are scarce. Uh, the war starts between the United States and China uh, over an, uh, an oil rig in the middle of the sea. So it's like Call of Duty future warfare. Almost. And consider, <laughs> considering uh, all the oil stuff that's going on lately and the whole China tension, uh, shit mm-hmm. got real. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I highly recommend that one. That's uh, Von Hepner. Uh, first book is going to be Invasion Alaska. Uh, did I tell you what uh, this series was about? The the um the cuckoo's uh, calling refresh our memories okay so cuckoo calling cuckoo's calling is a story about uh cormoran strike he is a private investigator uh detective he is kind of run down uh he ha- i don't want to spoil too much uh he is on this case where uh, this guy has a famous sister who is uh, a model, and she recently passed away. The cops claim that uh, there was no foul play and it was all suicide, but her brother does not believe that. So he hires Carmen Strike to figure out who murdered her. Mid. So he goes on this road where everybody's telling him. Even all the clues, even everything says that there is no foul play. So what's going to happen next? We don't know. Uh, Mystery abound. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm trying to think. Uh, w- one thing I will give credit to J.K. Rowling. Um, she gives her main character some badass names. Yeah, Cormoran Strike. Yeah. It's crazy. Um, what's the guy from a uh, uh, Fantastic Beast? <clears throat> Newt Scamander. Yeah, almost like Nuke <laughs> Commander. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, that's on. And then uh, I, I think the girl that uh, that committed suicide, uh, her name is Luna Land La- Landry. Luna Landry. So it's not Land. It's Landry. Okay. Yeah, Landry. Almost like Lunar Lander. Got it. <laughs> yeah. When I was reading the book, I was reading Cameron Strike, and then listening to the audiobook, it's Cameron Strike. Yeah, you gotta switch it up a little bit. So you can't make it too obvious. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Anton. Uh, is that it? Did we cover everything? Yeah, that's it. All right. For the 2OC, I'm Al Flores. Now I'm Anton Duong. Have a good one, guys. See you.